It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, everyone. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. We are talking about narcissistic abuse and trauma recovery with God's wisdom. So let's dive right back into it. Some more red flags of narcissistic abuse. And one of the big ones we come to learn more about is triangulation. Ooh, yeah. Okay, because triangulation is where the narcissistic abusers like to pit two people against each other. Right, so once you understand that, well, it's also used to try to make, yeah, the two people jealous of each other and fighting over the narcissistic abuser. You see, that's what they want. It strokes their ego and they do it deliberately because they want to see two people fighting over them. And it's like, okay, yeah, and that's causing strife. Remember, narcissistic abusers, they're all about that chaos and drama. Oh, they love it. That's what they live for, chaos and drama, to feed their adrenaline addiction. Mm-hmm. So what, let's see, what did God tell us about that? Because this is really, really relevant to that triangulation where they're trying to cause, okay, that, uh, yeah, the division. Okay, remember, we've got the divide and conquer, right, on the world stage going on. So you'll be able to take these little bullet points and extrapolate them out to the bigger picture, okay, of narcissistic abuse on the societal level. But James 3.16, God tells us, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every other evil work. And so we come to understand this about narcissistic abuse. And by the way, for those who don't know this, narcissistic abuse, in and of itself is witchcraft, absolutely, to induce that cognitive dissonance spell, mm-hmm. a hypnosis of sorts, to keep people asleep so the enemy can continue to hide in plain sight. Well, chosen ones, the more clarity we get, that heightened awareness, yeah, the enemy can't hide in plain sight no more, okay? All right, so triangulation does that, okay? It, it's going to come with Every evil work, because that's what they're trying to do, is to get two people fighting and arguing against, you know, uh, with each other over the narcissistic abuser and other things, stuff like that. And then here's a classic tactic of triangulation where you have one narc 
right, who is going to find their, you know, find the target. Right, let's say, for example, this is to help y'all put it in a better perspective. Okay, let's say it's in the family. Because unfortunately, chosen ones, we start to see that too. All right, remember the pattern God reveals narcissistic abusers on the individual level, right? And then a lot of times in the workplace, and then in our own family, and then we're able to spot them a lot quicker out here in public. And that's just a typical pattern of how God works for many of us chosen ones. You know, it may be a little different for some of y'all, but in general, for a lot of us who have had these discussions about it, we, we, we share that, that similar pattern of revelation okay, of these narcissistic abusers around us. And so that's why we can come to the general consensus that that's how it happened. All right, so we got two all right, in the family who are having some sort of a, uh, an altercation or a dispute. Well, and then they want to try to use one us as the messenger. That is also triangulation. Think about it. Okay, so you have one and they're going to come to you and ask you to deliver a message to the other one. And so we learn what? Yeah, I've spoken about this quite a bit because it, it's classic what they try to do. And so they want to get us in the middle of whatever it is they're having a dispute about. And so what we learn as chosen ones, because the righteous are bold as a lion, right? what we learn is we're like, um, you know what? No. That's between you two. That's A and that's B. We're going to see our way out. All right? We don't get involved. We don't allow ourselves. So there's your tip basically right there. Right? If you spot or sense them trying to triangulate like that, that we learn not to let them do it. We have that power and authority from within us, you know, from the Heavenly Father, to not let them. All right? Never forget that. So the next red flag about narcissistic abuse, okay, or for narcissistic abuse, better yet, making mountains out of molehills, over-exaggerating, okay, because nothing, things like they're supposed to, okay, we're all supposed to outgrow childish things, put them away. We're supposed to grow and mature and evolve. Yes, right. Striving to become more Christ-like. I'm telling y'all, Jesus was very mature. Very, very mature. And he was also emotionally regulated. The more immersed in God's word we are, the more about Jesus' teaching we learn, we can sense that about him, that he was calm. Because he could see, yeah, he could see through what the enemy was doing. He could see it. But making mountains out of molehill, it's also telling fables. So that's the other thing these narcissistic abusers do. Is they'll take a story, and many of y'all who are aware, mm-hmm, even if you didn't have to go down the rabbit hole, many of you are aware of how this takes place on the world stage as well. Making mountains out of molehills, over exaggerating things, making big deals out of things that are not a big deal. Right? That's what narcissistic abusers do because of their toddler mindset. They never grow, outgrow that. So everything is always bigger than it really is. Yeah, in their mind. That's their perception. 
of the world out here and of other people. So a good example to help y'all put it in perspective, what they'll do that with is that a, a, a new shiny toy, right? They've got their eyes set on a new target, a new shiny toy in their mind. And so to them, you know, they want to put that shiny toy up on a pedestal and they're going to think that that shiny toy is bigger than they really are. And so the example I want to share with you all is that when we launched the website, it's just to help you put it in perspective. We launched the website. It was something new, right? A new shiny toy. So what did the spammers do? They came out from under the rocks. Boom! You know, all trying to, you know, uh, flooding my email. And I caught the narcissism in every single one of them. Yes. All right? And I was like, well, then. I was like, what do they think? I was like, what? Yeah, huh? They they did. They Because it was something new and shiny, they thought that we were bigger than we really are. Based on the world conditioning. Mm-hmm. And that narcissism side of marketing. Yes, we realize there's two sides. There's a narcissism side of marketing, and then there's a peaceful side of marketing. Okay? Chosen one, we go for the peaceful side. All right? So the mountains out of molehills, that's what they do, though. And being that nothing is ever enough, okay? It's always got to be overblown and exaggerated because it's kind of part of how it feeds that adrenaline, you know, kind of well, with the chaos and the drama. And so we understand that, you know, what God tells us about that in Proverbs twenty-seven twenty, hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. Well, that's the narcissistic abuser for you, right? They're not ever satisfied. They've got the empty void because they don't have Jesus. The only thing that can cure narcissism is Jesus. That's it, bottom line. It's that simple. And so they don't have Jesus. So they're always going to be looking to fill that void. So by making mountains on a molehill, you know, that's another way they're attempting to fill that internal void that they've got, Okay. And the other thing to watch out for as red flags of narcissistic abuse, false accusations. We learned that when a narcissistic abuser accuses us of doing things that we know we're not doing or of saying something we know we did not say, well, that's a false accusation, but we learn quickly that that is also a confession coming out of their mouth. That's the narcissistic abuser telling on themselves through false accusation. So keep that in mind. Commit that to memory. Because if, if somebody is falsely accusing you, chosen one, of doing something you know that you did not do or say, then that is the narcissistic abuser telling you what they're doing and what they have said. And it's very true. So they will always falsely accuse others of doing what they themselves are doing. Part of their double mind as well. And so God tells us in 2 Timothy 3, verse 3, that they are without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. And we were seeing this play out right in front of us with all the narcissistic abuse you know, on the world stage, and it's being dished out daily. And so we're able to pick up on who is who by knowing these red flags, because that's, you know, and none of it's normal, all right? And of course, you all, 
seriously, we co-create our reality and God's reality, okay? So, you know, what is normal anyway? As well, it's what God says it is, and it's what we make it, all right? Seriously. But as far as behaviors, that's not normal, okay? There's your difference, okay? We have to learn how to separate these things from God's reality. We talk a lot about that on the YouTube channel, narcissism and cognitive dissonance for a reason as well, because it's all part of getting that balance between the spiritual and the physical. So that we're able to uh, properly discern, okay, between the real good and the real evil, because we realize here's another, oh, a bonus red flag for you, okay? Narcissistic abuse, okay? When the narcissistic abuser calls something, because they're despisers of good, okay? They call something that is surely good on the righteous side of things. They'll call it evil. And God also tells us, woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. Did he get it twisted? And that's, that's another one right there. Red flag of narcissistic abuse. They twist everything we say. Yeah, they will twist. And that's deliberate too, you all. Never forget. A big part of the name of the game. Okay, name in the game of narcissism is confusion. And so they do that. They will deliberately twist what we say because they want to confuse us. And they also want to trick us into chasing our tail like we talk about often. And that's to try and get us to feel as though we've got to defend ourselves as well. So we want to be mindful of that. And so don't let that get under your skin. The tip I have on the, all of these right here is, again, we don't allow them to triangulate us. Okay, when we can sense that they're trying to do that, to start arguments and things like that. And that when we chosen ones have the ability to see things as they are. And because of that, whenever a narcissistic abuser comes around and starting to make a mountain out of molehill, okay, uh, we realize, well, like, uh, okay, because we see that's not that big of a deal. But here they are making a big deal out of it. And it's like, uh, okay, so that's a pretty good indicator right there, what you're dealing with. And then the false accusation, when, when you know you did not say that or you did not do that, because you know who you are. Chosen ones, you know who you are in Christ. Okay, you know. But see, that's another way that um, the narcissistic abusers are trying to get their target, okay, or the chosen ones to, you know, self-doubt, second guess, and things like that. Like they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to plant seeds in the subconscious to make you wonder, well, did I say that or didn't I say that? They want you to start playing that ping pong game of did I or didn't I? You know, kind of reminds me of the old uh, <laughs> thing we all were taught growing up with that flower taking the petals. He loved me. He loved me not. He loved me. He loved me not. Anyhow, we're coming up on a short break. <laughs> All right, I am Michelle Dickey, your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. Stay tuned to learn more about red flags of narcissistic abuse when we come back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? 
Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them. Rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies. Find settings that allow them to be the most productive and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Hello, everyone. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. We are discussing narcissistic abuse and trauma recovery with God's wisdom. So let's dive into some more red flags of narcissistic abuse. All right, this is a very, 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 very common one that we come to learn about, and then we also can see it in the spiritual chosen one. Okay, we see it on them. We see the reward of the wicked. It's that puffed up pride. All right, yes. Puffed up pride about anything lets us know that that is a narcissistic abuser. And it's through the narcissistic abuse that that puffed up pride occurs. I'm going to let that sink in. Because after all, think about the love bombing, right? How that builds a person up right how that yep gives that dopamine rush if you will and that over time you know they get that special treatment y'all know what i'm talking about okay that special treatment because of a status or position or something else right they get that special treatment so they let it go to their head and they develop that that sense of puffed up pride thinking that not only are they superior because of insert whatever title here but also because they live insert location here very very careful about that right? that puffed up pride about anything okay they have it and you know because that that is a mindset like i just said and you know god is clear about what that does in proverbs sixteen eighteen, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall so when you see a sense of haughtiness and that is usually their uh they will throw out their chest and throw their nose in the air as they're you know walking and you can see it on them 
you know, just like we eventually come to see in the spiritual, see their guilt. Yeah, sitting on their shoulders. And I'm going to share a little story time with you all about that. Because I remember, you know, the case study of the ex-psychopath roommate that I was watching it. And I remember asking, I, was, I didn't realize I was talking to God just yet. I was like, wow. I said, why does it look like he's walking around with this heavy burden of guilt? Well, we learn about narcissistic abusers that that guilt is not for dishing out the abuse. It's guilt for getting caught. There you go. There's a huge difference. They certainly do not feel guilty about dishing out the abuse. And you all can always learn more about that situation, number nine, in, in my book, Real Events of Narcissistic Abuse, Someone's Survival Guide. Uh, you can get your copy right on the website at CDHR wdrmd.org or over at Amazon, whichever you prefer. And, you know, it's, it's an easy read. It's not going to re-traumatize you, but it'll also help a lot of y'all learn more about me and the, how this ministry and the work came into being, okay? But you'll understand because this book, the book also contains some additional red flags that even I missed. I'm passing on to some of y'all to help you learn too, Okay. So the second red flag, well, not what's for this segment. Okay, the second one for this segment is blame shifting. Okay, that's part of narcissistic abuse. And then they don't want to take accountability, right, for their own actions. So they're going to naturally blame shift. And the common way they do this to their targets is they'll say things like, well, I wouldn't have done this if you hadn't have done that. That's very classic. Or, well, I wouldn't have said that if you hadn't have said that. You see, that's how the narcissistic abuser blame shift. And they also do it by dragging in through that triangulation. Mm-hmm, somebody else, right? Well, I wouldn't have done that, but, well, so-and-so told me to do it. Think about it. That's narcissistic abuse, Okay. Blame shifting. And they because they will not self-reflect. They will not hold themselves accountable. Because in their mind, that is a mindset. They don't do anything wrong. They think they're perfect when they're not. Nobody is. None of us are. Okay? <laughs> That's why we need Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, really, none of us is perfect. That's why we need Jesus. And... That's that. It's that simple. And so we all fall short of the glory. Another reason why we got to ask God's forgiveness and stay in repentance. Narcissistic abusers will not do that. They will not make it past a certain age. They will not make it to repentance. And I know y'all probably heard that uh, line in the movie, The Matrix, where they say that um, what they don't let go of a brain past a certain age because the mind has a hard time letting go. Well, there's some truth there. Mere tell you, once the uh, narcissistic abusers get turned over to a reprobate mind, boop, it's done. It is over for them. Okay, so through that, blame shifting is one of their favorite tools, okay, to use. And they refuse to recognize the moot in their own eyes. Okay, so what does God have to say about that? Matthew 7, 3. And why beholdest thou the moat that is in thy brother's eye? But considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye. 
the chosen ones, we do that inner work. We start recognizing, oh, okay, because when we first come out of the narcissistic abuse situation, or as a fellow warrior coined it, addiction ship, when we come out of that, we have some narc fleas we have to overcome, aka the trauma triggers. So we've got to do that inner work. And chosen ones are willing to do that because we want to heal. We want to, we want to get better. We want to overcome. You know, we want to be, uh, you know, you know, we just want to become the best version God created us to be. And in order to do that, we definitely have to overcome those fleas and trauma, uh, trauma triggers. So, you know, that, that's why, okay, we say this trauma healing requires that inner work. Narcissistic abusers, they don't want to do that. And a lot of us have heard some of the narcissistic abusers say that they don't want to self-reflect because it's too depressing. Well, I bet so for them. For us, it's enlightening because we realize, okay. And God tells us not to be ashamed. Okay, we didn't know until we knew. All right, you all don't let the enemy trick you into beating yourself up. He loves to do that. I right? never forget the enemy. Oh my gosh, that's one of his favorite things, you know, kicking people while they're down. That's why I say a lot how he likes to keep people pulling them back down in that low vibration, that doom and gloom, narcissistic abuse matrix. Okay, yeah, inside a comfort zone where nothing grows. So we don't we don't allow it. Okay, we, once we sense them trying to do that, and we realize narcissistic abusers like their doom and gloom, you all, because it's full of those familiar spirits. Remember, God warns us against that as well. Familiar spirits are the unclean spirits. All that negativity, negative emotion, those are demon spirits to help keep it in perspective for you all. Because I've had a lot of people ask me how many demon spirits are there. And I was like, well, <laughs> just make a list of every single negative emotion you can think of. All right. And there's your answer. All right. That everything negative. Because God is nothing negative. Everything positive is from God. So we never want to forget that. All right. So the trauma healing requires that inner work. Taking a look within ourselves. And seeing well, okay, this is what it's not so much what we need to fix, it's what we need to overcome. Because remember something, we gotta change that thinking, right? Because people are not broken. That's how narcs view people. Right? Narcs view people and they want others to view people as broken as well, because that's viewing people as objects. People are not objects, okay? When when y'all come to me, I know you're hurting. You're not an object. Okay, you're not broken. Right? There's nothing wrong with you at all. Right? Narcissistic abusers. Want to try to make us think that there's everything wrong with us because of this or because of that. And it's all just a reflection of them. All right, so what we learn to do is we return to sender. Yeah, we don't internalize the negative crap anymore. We don't internalize that. It, it doesn't belong to chosen ones. It belongs to the enemy. And so we send it back. That's right. First class. Return to sender first class. There you go. All right, you all. And so for those who know we've been lied to since birth, about a lot of things, and those who would like to learn more about that, I bring some tidbits from the rabbit hole, and I make real-world connections to the spiritual battle and the spiritual realm on our Patreon channel, which is also titled Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. And you all can easily find all of the links to where Consulting for Heightened Awareness and the ministry is located at on the my social page of the website. It's the easiest way, <laughs> all right? Because we are across multiple platforms. 
And so the quickest and easiest way to find that for those who would like to join us on this journey and the spiritual awakening and God's reality and you know learn more and unlearn a lot of that worldly garbage that we were conditioned to believe, you know, told how to live, what we're supposed to eat. Well, yeah, we know that the theme inside that narcissistic abuse matrix is obey, right? Okay. Yeah. So for those who uh, are interested, okay, you can hop on over there to cdhrwdrmd.org and find my social page and you will see all the links to the things that we bring to light in these episodes with our video channels and other social media platforms because we want to keep y'all in the loop i mean after all y'all don't know unless we tell you right okay there you go <laughs> okay because we're always working on something to bring truth to you all to help you further in your healing and spiritual growth process but we're not going to leave you hanging remember we've said that god did not bring you this far to drop you on it chosen one absolutely not all right so there's the other Bit of encouragement and, and and inspiration i have for you all don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that god's forgot he's not forgetting about you ha uh-uh, he never forgets about you he never forgets about his chosen one he knows exactly when he's going to awaken his chosen one because he had it all planned out from day one right he chose us jeremiah 1 5 before we were born so he knew and so he knew at what age we were going to enter the spiritual awakening because it was his plan. <laughs> God knows what he's doing. Right? You all seriously. So he knows and he's going to awaken us on his time always. And he awakens our fellow chosen survivors each and every day, each and every day. And then sometimes, like I've said before on the YouTube channel, that sometimes spiritual warriors for Christ, we can we can sense in the spiritual when god awakens a bunch of our fellow chosen one at the same time because we sense that spiritual shift it's pretty cool too because then it's like god giving us a heads up and it's like yay as we continue to learn more about these red flags of narcissistic abuse and god reveals these things to us he reveals our enemy he has to he has to reveal our enemies first before he will reveal to us our fellow chosen brothers and sisters, because he needs us to see what we're up against in the spiritual battle for the mind. He needs us to understand that we're not battling in the physical. He needs us to understand that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, and that we are battling that spiritual weakness. And these red flags of narcissistic abuse, you all, and narcissistic abusers, these red flags right here, you know, are huge revelations, okay? and all part of that spiritual wickedness in high places and it comes from the spiritual wickedness in high places in the mind okay because they've got negative wicked evil thought and so that's what they speak and it shows through their actions as well and yes we get ready for it we get used to it chosen ones that they they already see us as the enemy anyway they already see us as the bad guy let them think what they want to think we leave them there matthew 8 22 we let the dead bury their dead they won't understand that because they can't spiritually discern. But chosen ones, we can spiritually discern. Yes, glory be to God. And because of that, okay, we don't, the righteous are bold as a lion, like I said previously. But that doesn't mean haughty. That doesn't mean, no, it just means we know we speak with conviction. And because we speak with conviction, 
yes, the narcissistic abusers don't like our tone of voice. They don't like our voice because chosen ones, they can hear the Holy Spirit speaking through us. And that rattles their demon spirit. They can't stand to hear it when chosen ones talk. That's why they try to silence us for many years through all of that narcissistic abuse. But you know, like I say often, that's too bad because God is in full control. So for those of you who may be at that season where you're still trying to find your voice, keep going. Keep going because your voice holds power. And the enemy knows this. All right, that's why these narcissistic abusers do what they do to the chosen one. Now, they do it to each other as well. But they target chosen ones the hardest, okay? Because they can see our anointing before we even know it. And they can see that. So they dish it out. They want to try and silence us because they know that when we speak, other chosen ones are going to receive the messages. And the enemy does not want God's spiritual truth to be understood. But again, that's too bad. We are coming up on another short break. I am Michelle Dickey. Your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. Stay tuned to learn a little bit more about some red flags during a recap when we come back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to Easy sense.com and learn how with your help we can fight these horrific brain disorders that's easysense.com to learn more and help support the broderick foundation author radio show host and coach john m hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective build confidence find clarity achieve goals john m hawkins new book Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them. Rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies. Find settings that allow them to be the most productive and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Hello, everyone. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. And we are discussing narcissistic abuse and trauma recovery with God's wisdom. And so we're going to wrap up this episode with a couple more red flags of narcissistic abuse and, you know, narcissistic abusers, if you will. And so we're going to touch on complaining. Complaining is one of the biggest tricks of the enemy. 
if she get people to complain about things and in doing so that tells us that they're not grateful and watch out for the cognitive dissonance too i'm gonna share with y'all that if you are in an environment and you've spotted some of these narcissistic abusers and they are complaining there's a difference between pointing something out that is an issue and solving the problem like for instance oh okay oh i see that they're okay so this is you know, something's not working that used to work or whatever, okay? And then as chosen ones are problem solvers. So and we don't complain about it. We just point out, okay, you know what? Okay, that's an issue. So what can we do to fix that? Right? That's a whole different thing than someone who wants to sit there and continue to complain about an issue and not offer any solutions or anything like that. That's classic narcissism in action right there because remember, they got to have, yes, all right, the, the wicked, the evildoers got to have a problem. They got to have something to complain about. And it's like misery loved company. So we're like, okay. But if you're in an environment and let's say they've got a sign up that says be thankful, but they're sitting here doing nothing but complaining coming out of their mouth. I'm like, okay, that reminds me of James 1.8 right there. Okay, yeah, doesn't add up. Right, so we learn to watch out for that because when we hear excessive complaining well any complaining really and oh this is classic it's when chosen ones when we have done something nice let's say cooked a meal what have you right and then we share it with them and then it isn't within five minutes later they find something to nitpick and nag they're complaining about something uh, about that food about the dish right well that tells us right there that even though even though they said a superficial thank you when you gave it to them right uh, but then they turn around and they find something wrong. Remember, narcissistic users are highly deficit seeking. Right? They're always looking for things that are what's wrong. That's that pathogenic approach, that, that view that they have, that black and white thinking. Right? Because, yeah, they're always looking for what's wrong and not what's right. Right? See, that's negative. And so they always will find something to complain about, right? No matter how good it is. Because, again, they are despisers of good. And so now let's quickly touch a little bit on boasting. Ooh, yeah. We all have to outgrow this one. It's one thing to mention or share some good news or an accomplishment. You know, it's another thing to boast about it. Okay, so the correct way, if we must share it, with someone like some good news or what have you we're a not going to overblow it making mountains on a molehill and we're not seeking attention we are just letting let's say a fellow warrior know about something let's say you're having a conversation with a fellow warrior and the fellow warrior is aware of something that you've been waiting on and so that finally arrived, for instance, like feedback on an assignment or whatever, and you share it with them, but you're not bragging or boasting or anything like that. You're just letting, giving them an update, basically. And they say, hey, that's great news. Like, well, thank you. And we leave it at that. No boasting, no bragging, no, 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 none of that. No need for it. Right. But these narcissistic abusers, if they accomplish something, oh my goodness, they're going to tell everybody and anybody. And I mean everybody that they come in contact with. 
okay? Even strangers. That's boasting. And then we see a lot of boasting on social media, too. Oh, yes, we do. We see it, and the enemy likes to see that. Like to see people boasting about their stats and their um, the, the number of followers and things like that. It's just classic trick of the enemy right there, okay, for boasting and bragging and things like that. All right, you all. So let's keep an eye out and don't get tripped up. And make sure you are using the proper discernment given to us by God. So this concludes today's episode. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for Drive By with Michelle, streaming on the Bold Brave TV network. For more information, insight, and other good stuff, you can always catch some playlists and other videos on our YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. You can also join us for the Let's Just Chat show on Sundays around 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook and the YouTube channel. And then often throughout the week with the Let's Just Chat show as well when we go live. And then you can always catch those on the replay as well. And then also Tuesday with our CHA Truth Secret podcast around 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the YouTube channel. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Till next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father and you. Keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been watching Drive By with Michelle. Tune in each week as Michelle will guide you through a weekly dose of healing, spiritual growth, so you can live your best life. Right here, Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave TV Network.